1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Ray Fittipaldo from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette live in Indianapolis on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Hey, Ray, how you doing, buddy?
2: Good morning, guys. I'm doing good.
3: Happy to hear it. Ray, I hear through the grapevine that Omar Khan will be back in Indianapolis and speaking tomorrow afternoon. Are you hearing the same thing?
2: That is correct. Omar is scheduled to speak with the local media guys mid-afternoon, and he'll also do a podium up here for for everyone else as well.
3: All right, Ray. We are going to avoid the quarterback talk with you for the duration of this conversation. But I'm interested if the Steelers are going to be making a big splash this offseason outside of the quarterback position. The word that Art Rooney II has always used or did in the media availabilities this offseason is urgency, if you're not going to do anything at quarterback, I think that would mean making a splash elsewhere. So, for example, do you think the Steelers would be interested if Kansas City did a sign-and-trade deal with a guy like LeJarius Sneed? Do you think they'd be in on a Jalen Johnson? Do you think they'll be go, they'll go big game hunting, I guess is what I'm asking you.
2: Well, the Sneed story is, is a big one here. Uh, um, so, you know, it, it seems like, um, you know, they're not going to be able to afford Mahomes, Chris Jones, Kelsey, you know, it seems like Snead is a guy that they're probably going to have to part ways with. Um, But, you know, the sign and trade, you're going to end up spending probably $20 million a year on one of the top corners in the NFL. So you have to, you know, you have to look at your defense and you have to figure out if he's a fit for your defense. And then, of course, you have to figure out if he's a fit um, in your salary cap. Jalen Johnson now um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the Bears tagged him. or They're going to tag him. So
3: Yeah, and Ryan Poles said yesterday, Ray, that they are hoping he'll be a Chicago Bear.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, he could be off the market. I was looking at the, the list of the top free agents uh, just this morning before you guys called, and, like, you know, I, I was at Eric DaCosta's um, podium yesterday. They're probably going to tag Matabuike. Um So all these guys who are top free agents now – I think in a week or so, we'll have a better idea of who's available. And there still could be some some splash guys available, but you guys know how it works. If you're, a, if you're an elite player, teams are going to find a way to keep you, whether it's through the tag or whether it's through a long-term deal.
3: I guess what I'm asking then, Ray, is if you're not going to go after the big fish and you're not going to go after a quarterback, why should anybody expect that the Steelers are significantly better at 2024?
2: Well, I, I think um, the fact that Arthur Smith is now the O.C., I think that's potentially a, a thing that could be much different with this offense um, in 2024. You know, we all, we've known the struggles that the Steelers have endured with Randy Feigner in the tail end of his tenure and, of course, the entire tenure of Matt Canada. You know, there is going to be some money to spread around. I mean, they probably have to sign an inside linebacker here. They are going to have to sign some level of corner, whether it's a high-tier or mid-tier guy, to get through the season, even if you do draft a guy early in this draft. So, you know, the Steelers never really operate, like, with uh, a mindset of splash and free agency. It's more so filling the holes, getting some guys. Like last year, until they had those injuries, Adam, uh, to Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander, that inside linebacker room was really, really good, and they yeah. didn't spend a ton of money mm-hmm. – to upgrade it i mean they spent like i think holcomb was maybe six million a year roberts was three and a half million a year kwan was playing on a vet minimum contract basically so you know i would expect those types of moves but again you look at the increased salary cap there's going to be more more cuts coming patrick peterson i think is gone um alan robinson is going to be gone so they're going to have some money to spend i think it's just you know, how they want to allocate those resources.
0: Wait, you said Patrick Peterson's probably gone. I I, I, I thought that they were interested in bringing him back.
2: Mm, you know, Doran, you know, I, I just look at the cap hit $10 million, and I'm not reporting that. I'm I'm mm-hmm. just looking at the, the contract. $10 million cap hit. He can't play outside corner anymore. So even if you view him as this versatile piece in your secondary that's going to play slot, maybe a little bit of safety, those guys don't earn $10 million a year. They don't eat eat up $10 million of your cap. So, um, you know, I might be wrong about that, but I, I, I'm willing to bet in two weeks that uh, Patrick Peterson won't be on this roster. Oh, oh.
0: I know that is, that's uh, that's very interesting. Ray, you talk about the Steelers spreading around the money and let's go to the offensive side of the ball. As you're probably aware yesterday, John who Smith was released by the Atlanta Falcons. He's an yeah. Arthur Smith guy was with him in Tennessee. was with him obviously in, in the, in Atlanta. Can you see them adding him as a tight end and bolstering that room? Or is Connor Hayward and him too, man, too much of a, a similarity between the two at the tight end position?
2: I think Johnny Smith is a little bit bigger than Hayward, right? I mean, Hayward is extremely undersized for, you know, for a tight end. Um, I, I could see them doing that for sure. I, you know, I, I think Smith is going to want some of his guys, and there are guys that he trusts. And you know, that could end up meaning a guy like Hayward – Maybe he has to make the roster based only on a special teams ability. Maybe he has to convert completely full fullback and play that, that role for the Steelers. Um, you know, I, I know Smith didn't use a fullback a ton in Tennessee. He was mostly single back with Henry. Um, but uh, yeah, that could be bad news for Hayward. But uh, yeah, I mean, as, as long as John new Smith has a reasonable price tag in free agency, I know he made some money in new England when they signed him, but as long as his, his, dollar sign is reasonable i I think that's a move that you could definitely see coming here um you know once free agency agency gets here in a couple weeks
3: Ray Fittipaldo of the post gazette joining us here on the fan morning show the fan morning show brought to you by armstrong comfort with matt mertz plumbing call from mom
0: answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Visit com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If they were to
3: get John U. Smith, Ray, would that preclude them from going after a guy like Tyler Boyd? Would they view that as a weapon and Boyd as a weapon, or would they still want to add a guy who can help them in the receiver room?
2: Yeah, I mean, if if they cut Allen Robinson, obviously you need a number 3 receiver. Um, You know, Boyd's going to be upwards of $8 million a year, I, I think. I could be wrong about this. I think Smith is probably going to be a little bit more reasonable than that. I think you could probably get Johnny Smith. I think he's 28 years old. I think you could probably get him for for less than, you know, uh, a premier number three receiver. So um, he does like to use tight ends. He used them a lot in Tennessee, Um, obviously with Kyle Pitts. um, He used tight ends a lot in in Atlanta, too, uh, along with Smith. So... um, You know, that could just mean, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to spend some money on tight ends, but they they would still have to bring in a low tier free agent signing to be the number three next year. And the guy I always mention is uh, Quez Watkins from the Eagles, had a really good year a couple of years ago. Injuries kind of held him back this year. Um, He was there when Andy was there. So a guy like that, a guy who's not going to cost you a lot of money. Could be an option um, for you later in the free agency process,
0: Ray. If they had to play a game, uh, say tomorrow, is their thought process like, okay, like if things don't go our way in the draft and we don't, um, we can't negotiate a contract in free agency, is James Daniel the Steelers' center as like right now? Like if you if you rolled out if you if they had to play right now, would he be the center?
2: Yeah. Or Nate Herbig? Okay, and I know neither of those guys have recent experience at the position. I mean, it's been a couple of years for James, um, you know, Nate practiced as the second team center all last season. He was Mason Cole's backup. Um, you know, Mason was such a tough guy. They didn't have to use him. He always battled through injuries. Honestly, I thought maybe that was part of the problem for Mason. He was always out there banged up and, um, you know, I think that maybe affected him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think you might be right. You know, Daniels is in the last year of his contract. um, Uh, you know, they could draft a guard and move Daniels to center, if if that's their thinking, or they could just be thinking, hey, Nate Herbig, you're going to be our center this year. We're going to draft the best offensive lineman available, whether that's a center at number 20 or in the middle of the second round or that's an offensive tackle in the first round. That could be um, part of their game plan. And maybe Omar Collins could shed some light on that when he uh, speaks to us tomorrow.
3: Ray, do you think they're going to get an extension done this offseason with Pat Friermuth?
2: Yeah, I do, but I don't think it's going to be as for as much money as maybe I thought it was going to be um a year ago. You know, he just hasn't and I know the offensive coordinator has been a big issue for him and the quarterback has been a big issue for him, but he's just never gotten back to where he was as a rookie. I mean, he when, when he was a rookie, um seven touchdowns, had a bunch of catches, a bunch of yards, and it's just what he's done the last two years just pales in comparison. So, he's not going to get that big tight end free agent deal but i could see them signing him for 10 million a year or so and I, I think another thing that holds him back from making a lot of money he's not a very good blocker Correct. Yeah. and you're not a very good blocker and you're inconsistent for whatever reason in the passing game I don't, I don't think that bodes well for for your price tag
3: ray terrific as always man enjoy indianapolis thanks for coming on
2: all right guys talk to you later thanks everybody
3: right. i just saw the Twitter scouts that you love so much, Doran. What happened? They're now all tweeting out the measurables for certain players at the Combine. Oh, great. So here's, what, here's what I want to do. Oh, boy. Here's what I want to do. Maybe in the pre-show tomorrow, maybe in the hallway and we bring it over to the air. I'm going to bring in a tape measure, and we'll measure out 40 yards. I thought you were going to say something else. <clears throat> yeah, it's right next to my bed, right there on the bedstand. <laughs> next to the Vaseline. Yeah, I'm going to bring in a tape measure. We can measure out 40 yards. We can do hand measurements. We can run the 40. You don't have to. We know what yours is. We can weigh me. I'll bring in a scale. Okay. We can maybe see if everyone on the fan wants to do that. All right. Tweet out our measurables. Yes. Because we buy. Arm we'll, length. Yes, the whole thing. Yes. We buy into that. You think everyone else would do it? I think Starkey would do it. Starkey would do it. Bring the scale in, bring the tape measure. We're doing that tomorrow, Mm -hmm. if I don't forget. I'll make a note in my
1: phone right now. All right. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime
3: or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.